Hey guys, this is the Fashion Photography Podcast and I'm your host, the fashion advertising photographer, Virginia Yantua. So today is time for part four of our interview with the amazing photographer Tamara Williams. Today we talk about the lies. Is it okay? And are you going to succeed in this business by lying? Do you need to study in the university in order to become a great photographer? What's the nowadays way to connect with your clients? These and much more in our interview starting off now. Are many clients coming from Instagram, for example, because you said there you have most people following you? I think literally every client now are coming from Instagram or even coming through my Instagram. Oh my God. That's really weird, right? But it used to be Facebook for me, mm -hmm. but now it's Instagram. It's interesting for me because you have so many international clients and they're not afraid to reach out to you. Yeah. Via yeah. Instagram. Which is well, so weird. yeah, yeah, which is so weird. I know I got, I got one really, really, really weird request. Beginning of the year was that I was in Cape Town, which I am every year uh, for one month. And then I just flew back home and then I just got a really weird email saying hey we're from Cape Town we would like to hire you for this big campaign that was like literally three days after I've been back I was like <laughs> really well at the end of the day I didn't do it because they needed to have a photographer uh, in town sooner and I was booked for another campaign already and I couldn't change my schedule but yeah it was just really weird I was like this is so weird like I cannot find anything about the brand and I mean first of all from my side but then also from their side that they're not afraid to reach out to me yeah I have a lot of people even though my bio says where I am right now well not right now because I took everything off right but <laughs> even though my bio and my homepage says where I am located at the moment they still reach out to me are you in LA mm -hmm. are you in Cape Town right now are you in in America the only thing I can tell them is like hey I have an option on a booking for a job so I might get flown into New York might stay there longer and then might come over to LA for a bit but that's all I can say right what I do is that has something to do with the people I want to reach For example, if I shot the image in Los Angeles, I will set my patient to Los Angeles. Yeah, which is normal. Yeah. When I do that, people reach out to me via DM. They're like, girl, are you back in LA? I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I'm it's an Germany. old photo. Yeah. Uh, it's an old photo. I'm in Germany. I just posted it now and I like, I shot it in LA. So I hate lying. That's the worst. And you will not come anywhere with lying in this industry because not just in this industry, nowhere in life, nowhere, nowhere in life. Exactly. <laughs> But especially I think in this industry, you know why? Because I feel like this industry is really small when it comes to high end. Yeah. People know each other. That's the point. And if you start lying, everybody's gonna know. Yeah, everybody's gonna And know. there And is no point in this. My mother have always told me, do not lie, because in certain moments, it's gonna become a habit. And if it's a habit, you get involved in this. And exactly. if you do, you're gonna say different lies to different people. And if you exactly. do that, you have to remember all these lies. Yeah, that's a lot. And yeah, it's a lot to handle. And it's a little bit of pressure. My mother yeah. is a very wise person. Yeah, she is. And it's true, I do not understand how people can remember all these stuff. Yeah, well, the point is, at one point, they all screw up. Because you cannot take all this lying castle in your brain. Like, because so you sure. mess it up at one in, in one point. But then, yeah, your mother was really, really right. You know what happens to me sometimes? If I meet a new person and the person is asking me, okay, even if it's elder people, they are like, okay, so what are you doing for a living? And then I'm like, I'm telling them. And then I'm like, okay, but this sounds really unrealistic. How did you do it? And then I'm telling them. And even... When I'm saying and, and I'm telling my story, I feel like I'm lying, but I'm not. Like, everything happened that way. It just sounds 
sounds unrealistic. No, I don't think so. Honestly, because most of the people are asking, how do you approach clients? What do yeah. you tell to them? Do you call them or you're sending an email? What do you do? How many clients do you approaching per day? And stuff like that. I know by experience that it's not working like that. The more you're working, the more you're showing your work. And yes, we talk about big investment in yourself. This is the most important part that many people are missing. It's investment in yourself. It's not just throwing the money out of the window. It's for yourself. And when you do that, when you're paying for models, when you're paying to good makeup artists and all these things, little, little things, they're making the whole picture. And when you're putting your work out there, which is normal to have the time to do it, when you are still at the point when you're investing in yourself and doing projects for yourself, you have the time to upload images on Instagram, on Facebook, and so on and so on. So this is the natural period when you're gaining followers and the moment when people are getting to see your work. And from this point, it's absolutely normal to be approached by different people and clients. And I think that's the most important part, not to forget that, like you said, to do what you do with all your love and to do it with honesty because people can notice that even if you don't talk and if it's just Instagram they can see that you're giving your everything so it's not unrealistic to me honestly but I think it is unrealistic to people who want to take the shortcut yeah I once said that to a person because I got annoyed of the person keep asking me the same questions and I kept giving him the same answers you know what your problem is while you are busy asking me on how to do it, I am busy doing it. People can give you the stones to build your castle. That's what I said at the very beginning. That's okay. Mm -hmm. But you will need to build it. Don't expect other people to build it. You can learn out of the mistakes other people did. Yeah, but you need to build it. Don't be too busy. This is also what helped me a lot to stay in my range and to grow. And uh, it helped me a lot not to look to the left and to the right. What is that photographer doing? Who is this photographer? Who is this new photographer? What is she doing? Who is she shooting? No, 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 no. Stay in your lane concentrate on yourself on your work concentrate on your work don't look to the left don't look to the right because this will just make you lose your own track of what you want to do because you are putting too much energy in looking what other people are doing and then you're trying to oh this works maybe i should do this as well and then you're starting to copy them and then you're starting to aim after their success Mm -hmm. Which makes no sense because it will not pay off for your... I mean, it might pay off in some way, but most of the times it doesn't pay off for your own path of walking and growing and, like you just said, working on it. There is no shortcut way. Vitamin B might help. Yes, I'm not saying that that's not true. But the truth is, there is no shortcut way. It's a lot of work to get to where we are. You just need to focus on yourself, stay real, and then keep going. I want to share a story with you about that. Share me. I was coming uh, back from yoga and one of the girls there turned out to be going in the same direction. So she talked to me and she was like, what do you do? I said, I'm a photographer. Oh, really? I was thinking about it. So what type of photography do you do? And I said, fashion advertising. Oh, that's so cool. Exactly what I was thinking about. And I was like, what do you do? Um, nothing right now. I'm quitting my job. And I was like, okay, you're going to find another. No, no, no. It's not time for me to work. I was like, okay, maybe, maybe she's studying or, or something. I don't, I don't uh -huh. know. And I asked her, do you study something? 
no, it's not time for me to study either. I was like, what do you do then? It's time for me to travel. And I was like, okay, but how do you travel? I mean, you have no job, no money, you don't study, so there is no option for orgasm or something like that. And she was like, that's exactly why I was thinking about photography, because it's an easy way to earn some money. <laughs> I love this sentence. This sentence is my favorite. <laughs> I think I will do a haul of, of fame sentences that what photographers are getting told a lot. This is literally my favorite. We can make a book together. Yeah, let's just have a book. I, I think <laughs> let's create a book. That No, I'm serious. Let's create a book. Let's do it. I don't mind. I don't mind too. <laughs> I love challenges. So <laughs> Yeah, same. Same here. Let's do this. Oh my God. Let's come up with a book soon. Oh we have God. an arrangement now. <laughs> yeah, I see. I see. Okay. And by the way, now... I understand how two photographers can work together because this always been very weird to me how two photographers can be do and what do they do? I mean, one is putting the camera and the other is pressing the button. What? So now when we can do book together, this yes. is... See? Yeah. <laughs> everything makes sense. Then all of a sudden, everything makes sense. Absolutely. <laughs> Perfect. But it's really funny. I love, I love this. And, and this is what exactly what I kind of said as well. As I told my boyfriend this one job that it was paying 80,000 bucks. And mm -hmm. he goes, what? That's so easy made money. He goes, I don't want to lower your work. I don't want to bring <laughs> yourself down. You're really good at what you're doing. But that's a lot of money. <laughs> Thank you. You're just literally saying my job is easy and that I could like everybody could do it. I think it's a great compliment because you're making it look like it's easy. It's yeah. not. We both know it. The listeners know it. <laughs> yeah. It's not an easy job, but you're making it look like it's easy. And yeah. I think that's the best part of the craft. When you actually know your work and you're making it look like it's easy. You know, the best dancers in the world, they're just like this, doing, yeah. giving so much. And it looks just like they're moving on a stage and nobody yeah, gives my a mom, fuck what they do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my mom, she was just looking recently at a dance. She's like, It looks like nothing. She just moves and it looks like it's a normal thing to do. What the fuck is yeah. going on here? <laughs> I cannot even tip my toe or whatever. <laughs> She's bending over backwards, whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, that's really true. Do you do any exercises? Oh, well, I do. I do exercise actually a lot. I do own a horse, first of all. So I'm doing um, show jumping. So cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I haven't been active lately because it's like my job is pretty time consuming right now. But I try to keep track and I try to go ride him every second day. And that's what I do for fitness as well. Yeah, I'm going to the gym. I'm lifting weights and I'm dancing. I love to dance. Uh, so I'm pretty sportive, actually, because I think it's really important because it helps also for me. It really helps to relieve stress. I also do boxing and this is what helps me literally to relieve stress <laughs> most. Not that I'm saying I imagine my client in front of me <laughs> oh no no I don't do that but it just really helps you and it helps me to balance out my whole life my whole career my whole schedule yeah it, it just helps me to balance out everything this is like you know variety of things and it never gets boring and it really helps me to relieve stress and to keep myself down I believe it's also very important for your job because you know how your body works so it's probably easier for you to explain to your model and to gain more ideas from for example the dance 
dancing classes you do, mm -hmm. I know it's helping a lot for the hands. Because, yeah. you know, when you're shooting beauty, it's a very tough job. So yeah. you have to be really focused because, okay, how do you do this? How do you have such big uh, range of poses in your photos just by shooting beauty? First of all, it depends on the model. Because if the model is a ballerina, a dancer or whatever, you have hit the jackpot already. Because they know, <laughs> like you just said, they know how to move. They know how to yeah. put their hands. They're like smooth, slow, nice, gentle. If they don't, you will need to teach them. And that's where I come in. And I think it's always so funny if I try to show them how I want them to pose because I look like shit, obviously, <laughs> while doing this. <laughs> But the point is, they get it. We kind of just try things. And if I like something, I'm like, okay, this looks good. Keep it going. And if I don't like something, I'm like, okay, you know what? No, this doesn't work. Mm -hmm. So for me also, I do kind of have a vision uh, for every shoot I'm doing. And I'm not that kind of person who's like shooting thousands images of one look. I'm that kind of person. I'm looking, I'm shooting. If, I, if we have the image, let's move to the next look. It's a lot about how you are instructing your models, definitely. Actually, it's really right what you say, just thinking of it. I never thought about it about in, in that way, actually. So it's really interesting to me right now, actually. <laughs> but yeah, of course, you need to have your vision. It doesn't help you to express it if you're able to express it, but you don't know what you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It could help in some time because you can try things and maybe it turns out great. But if you have an exact vision of what you want, that's always better. And if you have an exact vision of what you want and if you know how to express it and how to show it to your model, it's even better. You have a big variety of poses and also of topics. Are you the one coming up uh, with a certain idea for a photo? Or you're also talking to your, in your case, mostly your client and your makeup artists? Everything you see is my idea. I don't shoot a lot, but when I shoot, I shoot plenty of concepts. I like to take my time to write down concepts, think about concepts, think what makes sense, what doesn't make sense, think what magazines could like, think what clients could like think what i like think what other models could like think what agencies could like so i try to find the perfect balance in between all these things a lot of people are like shooting and then shooting and then shooting and then shooting for me i generally am shooting when i'm out of the country or when i have a girl in town i really want to shoot or obviously if i'm getting paid for something but I, if i'm talking about personal work or whatever it really comes to that i'm not shooting a lot every image you see i thought about it like for ages because i was thinking of how can i create something around this topic what has never been there before of course obviously i also have the stuff in what has been there before just because i wanted it in because i liked it and i was mm -hmm. like I wanted to shoot it. I wanted to. Everybody shot with this mirror kind of thing. You have seen this couple thing a lot of times as well. Yeah. But then also I'm trying to think of, and especially like the very first new series I have, the brown series, like the very first set, mm -hmm. I thought about something that hasn't been there. Something about dryness, something about dry skin, skin care. And actually, you know what? It's so funny how this shoot happened because I knew I wanted to have something in brown tones and whatever. And I knew I wanted to have something dry in there. So I decided to buy this wood it was actually a, a, I bought it in Cape Town so I bought this but that was the only thing that I bought and then I wanted to go to the beach to get some sand to put it on her uh, on her arm I was just walking to the beach and then I found this leaves I just found it <laughs> randomly on the street like I was just walking I was like this looks really cool let me just pick it up <laughs> and then like the first leaf and then the other leaf and it looked so dry and it looked dead so I was like yes this is exactly what I want <laughs> so I picked it up I came back they were already done with hair and makeup they're like what took you so long and I'm like wait 
waving with the leaves and they're looking at me like, what is that? That's rubbish. I'm like, no, no, let me just do my job. You can make it work. And now everybody's like, wow, that looks so cool. I'm like, yeah, I just picked it up from somewhere from the street randomly. I mean, and it looks like I did it on purpose. If I would have found something similar, I definitely would have done it on purpose. But I just found it while walking there. And this is also what I really think. What's meant yeah. to be will always find its way. <laughs> there was a reason I was walking to the beach and I was finding all these leaves. Plus, you have the eyes to see it. I think that's very important when a photographer, for example, is going in a big, big mansion mm -hmm. and everyone is like, oh, there are so beautiful places here. You see the view here? And you're like, I really love that wall. But it's an old wall. We have to find yeah. it. And you're like, I love it. Here we can do everything. You need to have the eyes to see it yeah. also. Yeah. You remember the group of people who were having this WhatsApp yeah. group about... <laughs> um... I don't think I'll ever forget them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, I mean, neither but okay so I think one makeup artist once asked this guy so what's your exact problem with Tamara mm -hmm. and he goes well she never studied all this and she never has been going through the same stuff I did I learned it I studied it for five years blah blah blah, blah. but she still thinks she's the shit and this is what annoys me about her uh. you know what I thought about this was this shows exactly this and another point I met another photographer and he had like all the gear you could imagine he had like Nikon and he had like all the lenses he had like oh my god he showed me his lenses once oh my god that's like so much money standing there i want to cry but then his images still look shit no offense but my sister would have taken better images with her iphone mm -hmm. okay it's not about what gear you have yeah when you start out it's not about what kind of beautiful girls you have what kind of perfect makeup you have it's about what you're working with and what you're making out of it and then especially if you have the eye for it or not that's why I, when people ask me tomorrow I'm thinking of studying photography what do you think about it I always go you can do it I won't be the person to tell you not to do it but in my opinion I don't think you will need to study it because I had an assistant in Cape Town once and he told me he, he studied photography and then he assisted me for one day and he goes, Tamara, you know what? I learned in these few hours more than I learned in all the three years when I was studying photography because this is the real life and all we learn in these classes, bullshit. I think photography or art in general is a thing you cannot learn. Either you have the eye, just like you said it, or you don't. Either people like your vision or they don't. And this is exactly the point, I think. I think it's the perfect way to say wrap to this conversation. Thank you so much for this. I cannot stop talking to you. I have so many questions. You have no idea. Let's do part two. Please, let's do it. <laughs> This is the longest conversation I have ever had for a podcast. Oh my God, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Don't be sorry. I don't want to stop. I want to ask you about Cape Town. I want to ask you which one is your favorite book. I want to ask you so many stuff. I really, really want to say thank you so much for this interview. I think everyone is going to love it. Oh my God, thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was the last part of our interview, but I hope this is not going to be the least interview we have together. Tamara is very amazing. You can see a preview of her portfolio on jewfashionmagazine.com and neverlandback.com, where you can find all of our previous podcasts, including the first three parts of this interview. There you can also submit your work. Thank you so much for being with me today. And don't forget that me and George, we are still answering your questions every Friday. So be active. Follow the link in the show notes and record your question for us. Thank you so much for being with me today and I'll see you on Friday. <laughs>